Wake up, wake up, wake up. We got another episode of The Real World. This is episode 29. I'm titling this as Me Too. Um, The reason why I wanted to touch on this topic mostly was because I feel like I've seen so many posts or tags or things from women where they've experienced sexual assault. And as a man, it's kind of hard to read that stuff. And not because I think I'm some kind of creep or I'm out here out, you know, doing these crazy things to women. But I think to the extent that this happens, it's something that as a man, I'm not aware of. I had no idea that so many women have gone through this or experienced this in their lifetime. And it's somewhat shocking to me. Obviously, it's not as, you know, uh, strong as the pain of actually dealing with it or going through it. But I wanted to dissect that a little bit. And to figure out what we could do or how we've kind of handled things, why we're probably there. Um, Because of the sensitivity of this topic, I want to keep this short and I don't want to say too much because I'm sure I'll offend somebody. Uh, I'm going to say this now. I hope that I don't and that you listen to the nuance in like my discussion. But certainly, um, I think it's a period where tough conversations need to be had. Uh, First and foremost... I'm going to get this out of the way. Women should never be put in a situation where they feel that they can be or they are sexually assaulted. Like straight up. I shouldn't have to coerce anybody to have sex with me because I have a position of power over you. And that if you don't do what I say, you now will not have a job or get this opportunity. The whole casting couch with, you know, um, Hollywood, all of that stuff is wrong. Period. Now, if we dig deeper into it, um, there was clearly a scandal that that broke. A lot of actresses have come out uh, against Harvey Weinstein. And I don't know if it's Weinstein, Weinstein, my bad either way. But I think the important part to note is that a lot of people were complicit in it and were okay with it because of the amount of money that people made during the time. If we liken this to... And it's not even just Harvey Weinstein. Think about Bill O'Reilly. There was a report this week that came out that Fox News had you know, spent $36 million um, to cover up various you know, assault charges against him. And when we think about that, they spent $36 million on top of the salary that they were paying him because they thought that the advertising dollars that he got for his time slot were worth the charge. So if you have a situation where so much money is pouring in, everybody's complicit. A lot of times we have this in our society where money has become much more important than the character of a person. I've thought kind of long and hard about this. Um... The myth of people is usually bigger than, you know, the morality of a person. And if you go back and look at people as just being people and not the myth of them, they're certainly always super flawed. That's okay. None of us got to be perfect. But I think at some point, we as a society have to demand more from people, especially people who are successful and people who are in power, whether you're, you know, Bill Clinton there's, the list goes on of people that we expect more from. 
how can you expect the the little guys to be great? I think if a lot of the the upper echelon people are not, and you can even personalize this in a way where, as a guy growing up, um, I'm sure I decided to you know not even decided. I'm very sure that I've done like the childish thing. Ooh, I touched this girl's butt. Ooh, like you know we played hide and go get it and stuff. And when you think about these things uh, that kids do, this probably puts you on the road where we probably don't value women and sexuality in a way that we probably should, if I'm just being all the way honest. Um, I was never really the kid who, even when I was of club age, I wasn't running behind girls and grabbing on their butts and just being like, yo, I felt on it and I'm in the crowd, so you didn't know. That wasn't really how I got down. I know some people that did it. Um, and while it seems innocent and not necessarily malicious, you never know how these things impact people and how they feel about them. And this is the kind of stuff that I'm now seeing with the Me Too hashtag that I didn't realize. So at what point as a man do I hold my friends responsible to be better people? Fortunately now, a lot of them are married. I don't see my friends getting down like that anyway, or kind of participating in that behavior. But certainly it makes you think about the company that you keep and how you have to hold your friends or your circle accountable because truthfully, they're now a reflection of you. I think the biggest thing that I've learned through all of this is that because the issue is so widespread, we're all complicit in how we kind of handle things. I know a lot of times women say like, hey, especially in the workplace, I don't necessarily want to talk about it or divulge what happened because I'm going to get blackballed. And people around you that may have seen this or heard about it because the rumors generally exist, they allow it to go down too. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to rock the boat. It's not that I don't feel sorry for you, but I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to put myself on the line for a cause that I think you know could potentially impact my ability to feed myself or have a roof over my head. And while that seems dramatic, that's the the fear that everyone goes through. And so like, I guess from the male perspective, this is why we have to figure out a way where we're not scared the same way women are to tell something. I think as a man, here's probably the way I equate a lot of this stuff and why I have I won't say an issue, but I'm certainly always leery to kind of believe people or see things play out. You're always afraid of the um, the quote unquote false charge. So because I'm afraid of what you might say that I did and how that would impact my life, I tend to go on the, you know, as a guy, the first thing I'm thinking is like, depending on the position of power, like, nah, he couldn't have done that. A few weeks ago, it was a big thing that Nelly had, uh, he wasn't indicted, but he was certainly detained, arrested for rape, potential rape charge. Uh, Maybe a week later, um, the young lady decided she wasn't going to cooperate with the police because she didn't want the media scrutiny. She was really scared of, you know, uh, kind of the public backlash of it. And the truth of the matter is, is that we don't honestly even know what happened. Just because she was down to do whatever she was down to do, 
and at whatever point she decided to change her mind, that's okay for her to say that. Now, the truth is, is that scenarios play out usually one of two ways. You have your truth. I have my truth. And then it's probably a mix of what happened in the middle that really happened. So just because you perceive something as being cool or okay, it doesn't mean that she thought the same thing. And this is where it gets dicey for all of us. This is why I say that we have to do better as men in terms of putting women in positions that make them feel uncomfortable or make them feel that, you know, stuff can go down. I have a really good, uh, I hate the word female because I feel like Cam Newton just got in trouble for that. But I have a really good uh, woman friend. And I remember us having a conversation once um, about a situation that she got into when we were younger. And I probably, I mean, it's not like I'm going to use names. And if you try to look up my group of friends, fortunately for you, I know way too many women. So it is what it is. Try if you want. Won't, you won't figure it out. But the story goes and why I think it's kind of necessary to talk about it was that she ended up um, being in a situation where she was with a, a, a couple of guys. They wanted to have sex with her, um, kind of like a group thing. She wasn't really down for it. But she felt like if she didn't do it, something bad could happen. And it's that same pressure that we put on people that becomes problematic. So, like, my question to myself, like, let's say that if I was there, would I have said anything? Like, nah, like, this don't seem cool. Or would I have just gone with the flow, even if I'm not participating in the event? And just been like, yo, this is fine. Like, she, she's down. She wants to do it. These are the questions you got to ask yourself as a guy and if this stuff is okay. It's, 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 it's definitely touchy. It's dicey. I don't think it's cool for any of us. And hard choices got to be made about what's right and what's wrong. If I'm going to start blaming people for something, I'm certainly going to blame people who, again, happen to be in power, know about the things that are going on, but choose to ignore them for various reasons. Everybody that was working at Miramax apparently knew about all of the stuff that was going on with Harvey. The reason that nobody said anything, they didn't want to rock their own boat. They wanted to keep making money. I have a big problem, and this is going to be an unpopular opinion, which is why I'm hoping that people take this with some nuance. I have a big problem with big stars who knew exactly what was going down, and I'm talking specifically to women, they allowed it to happen and never said anything even after they reached a certain level of fame where they certainly had the voice to kind of stand up. Like, I know, I'm not victim blaming or thinking it's a woman's fault. I don't think any of that. But I do think that everyone, if you have a platform, you got a responsibility to use that platform in a positive way. And so I will hope that, you know, the Angelina Jolie's, the Gwyneth Paltrow's, all of these people that are huge, huge stars, while again, it might rock the boat, it was okay for you to be on the boat when you were making a ton of money from it. So we can't have it both ways. Women aren't volu women are not, 
And I'm going to say this again. Women are not valued in a way where we can always prevent this stuff from happening from, you know, the 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 smallest of situations to the largest. Because clearly money didn't mean anything. But Angelina Jolie comes from the industry. I don't know if she speaks to her dad or nothing like that, but you got people here. So obviously we can certainly have these discussions about how everyone needs to take a stand going forward. Again, I know that's not popular. I'm not victim blaming. I don't think that it was their fault that that happened, but I do think that everyone has a responsibility when these things happen to try to make things better for the next person. I remember reading um, an Instagram post uh, from an old classmate of mine, and she very much told a story about being sexually harassed at her uh, job. She was doing some writing. I guess it was like an editor, and he would say little things that just wasn't cool. And I guess he tried her or something one time. Now, this person ended up losing their job like later. But it was a situation where everybody had kind of known what kind of creep this dude was. And it was cool. For whatever reason, he kept his job. When he kept his job, that's basically saying like, hey, you're above the law. This is okay." And I remember commenting on her post, you know, um, and I want to say I took a similar tone. It was just like, hey, I'm not saying that this is your problem, but everybody is complicit because everybody is okay with like the status or people making money. We all have a responsibility. I know it's tough. I don't want you to get blackballed. And women didn't necessarily like that. Um, I certainly, her response was very much like, you don't understand. And I don't. I'm not perfect. I'm a man. There's so much of this that it just goes over my head because I'm not that guy. So I'll say all of this to say, you know, um, as a man, we're, I'm looking for understanding. I'm trying to figure out and see how this happens because I was raised with a family full of women. I've certainly heard some stories, obviously, but again, I'm going to say this. I didn't realize that these kind of things happen at the frequency and the rate that they do. And because of that, I certainly just don't feel good about it. It doesn't make me feel good. It makes me think about my own actions and my interactions with women to make sure that I didn't do something that made them feel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know. I'm not a rapist. I don't sexually assault anybody. But have I done something questionable when I've been in a one-on-one scenario with a young lady and now she's thinking like later, yeah, me too, but she's not going to name my name? I pray to God that that's not the case. But it's something to think about because it's the littlest things that we don't realize that are different. So I know that, like I said, I wanted this to be really short and concise. You know, it was one of these things where I wanted to keep getting more information on it and I didn't want to necessarily speak on it and touch it. But I thought it was something that from a male's perspective and what we need to do to kind of move this forward, I wanted to have. I know it's kind of a hoop dream that we're going to value, you know, women at a higher standard than we do money or our own status as being men. And that's probably not going to happen in our lifetime, um, if I'm honest. But I do think that we can all do better. 
So um, obviously I'm open to, you know, when you make these kind of statements, you open yourself up to criticism and it kind of is what it is, but it was just my thought and it's the honest way that I look at this. I pray that we could be better as a society. I think that one of the great things about society is that we keep evolving and we keep becoming better versions of ourselves. What was cool in the 1980s isn't cool to do anymore. Rape culture was huge and accepted as a way of life, you know, in earlier generations. You got a bunch of movies and scenes in movies from Revenge of the Nerds to, you know, they're getting girls drunk, carrying them over their arms so they could go and have sex with them. That stuff just doesn't go down anymore. And you definitely won't see it in the movies. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's not socially acceptable to depict things in this way anymore. So we're getting to a place where we're trying to make things better. The moral police are right on this one. We'll work it out. I hope it doesn't, you know, I hope it's not a situation where a lot of people don't realize what they do and they don't listen to women and they're just like, nah, like I didn't do it. Like, I'm not listening to that. I'm going to do what I want to do. You could do that. All right. Just respect everybody. So. Uh, it looks like I'm going to get this in under, under 18 minutes. I told you this would be really short and sweet. Uh, shout out to Maryland this week because we're going to have our homecoming. I know most people, especially black people in the DMV, don't care. <laughs> we don't have a bunch of clubs shutting down for us. But, you know, uh, it'll be a really cool weekend. I'll be glad to see people on Saturday. I have a event that I'm actually um, co-sponsoring for co-work. So if you you happen to listen to my podcast you work from home or you work remotely, check out my page. Uh, there's definitely a link for it. Come have a couple of drinks, get some work done, and meet some serfs. This has been episode 29 of The Real World. Uh, we are on Wednesday, and I will see you guys next week. We out. <laughs>